So there are some things, you know, that, that, that men can wear. And there are some things that, that men shouldn't wear. So, same thing goes for you know, ladies as well. Um, but with men, you know, there are, there are certain things, you know, we always hear it, you know, especially when, when they are worn. And there are some things definitely that, that work, and you have to have the right body for it to work. You know, when we think about uh, you know, skinny jeans, um, you know, you need the right body for that, definitely. But it's the, the, you know, the name itself, um, it's kind of, <laughs> kind of self-evident, you know, skinny jeans. Uh, I've never seen fatty jeans, um, even though that could be something you, you find in a, in a, in a doctor's uh, blood report or something like that, in a blood test. But no, no, it's um, yeah, skinny jeans, you, know, you have to be careful how you wear those things, you know, where and when and how, uh, in, in which company. Um, you know, skinny jeans, yes, you can, I actually do have a pair, but I, you know, I wear them at home, alone. Uh, when I know that no one's actually going to uh, you know, visit me or knock on the door. And if I do hear the doorbell ring, um, I'll quickly uh, I'll put my head out the window and then see who's coming in and then race to uh, yeah, the, the nearest cloakroom in the house, of which we have you know, seven cloakrooms. <laughs> and quickly you know, whip off the skinny jeans and you know, put on a pair of you know, baggy corduroys or something. To, to, uh, yeah, hey, I'm just hanging out. You know, I've got that. Or pair of bell bottoms. Um, no, <laughs> not bell bottoms or flares. Uh, you know, what are people thinking about? They know uh, you know, the bell. It's interesting that the bell bottom story. If you look at it, I mean, bell bottoms were, were worn originally by, by sailors. Um, I don't know exactly why, because it's, it's not it's not really um, very efficient running around with um, bell bottoms uh, at the end of your trousers. I'm sure there's a reason. I'm sure there is. Um, <laughs> I haven't gone into that specifically, you know. And even if there was, it has to be a pretty fucking good reason to wear those, those trousers. I'm sorry, because uh, bell bottoms, I don't get it, it's like thin at the top, you know, and, uh, and then fat at the bottom. So, I mean, I don't really see what, what, the, uh, uh, you know, what the benefit is of having, you know, these, these open trousers at the bottom, the, the benefit of that. You know, back in the, certainly in the British colonial days, um, or, or any kind of explorer days, the, the, the last thing you wanted, you know, when you're wandering around in the, in the jungle, jungles of, of Borneo or whatever, <laughs> uh, never been there before, the last thing that you want is a pair of bell-bottom trousers. The last thing. Because goodness knows what's going to climb up that leg. That's just kind of like screaming at any animal, like a snake or, or, or a spider or a beetle or whatever. It's like, hey, look at this. There's a massive entrance here. Come on in and uh, suck on this human's blood. This unwitting human here who's wearing a ridiculous pair of bell-bottom trousers, um, which is basically yeah, an invitation to just come on in and, uh, you know, Supper's up, dinner time. Um, so yeah, those days of the certainly those uh, there. I mean, I, I remember wearing for some very strange reason because um, I went to a school that was um, a combination of of learning, sport, um, and and the military. 
Um, it, it's called it's called CCF, so the Combined Cadet Forces is is the uh, official name. That's the abbreviation. Um, and there, yeah, yeah, at the age of, I think I was like 11, 12, 11, 12, you, know, you learn how to, um, how to, how to clean a, a gun, uh, run around uh, over mountains, uh, talking to people over ancient walkie-talkies. Um, I think we used the ones that were kind of like first developed by, uh, I don't know, Marconi. Back in the early days, a very of radio, it felt like it. We had to carry these ridiculous units around, these batteries. You know, people complain about, you know, the, the big batteries, you know, for the phone. Or we had to carry like a sack just with a battery in it, uh, and then these headsets and, and talk to each other. Yes, I'm here on this side of the school playing field, um, and I can see you, 50 meters away. Can you see me? And you couldn't say that, no. It was like, yeah, here's Alpha, Alpha, uh, Foxtrot, Bravo, I don't know, uh, well done. And uh, uh, can you, uh, do you read me? Uh, yes, I read you, Alpha, Foxtrot, um, Bravo, yeah, whatever the fuck. <laughs> um, yes, this headset and this um, wireless device, this communication device, is working somehow after 180 years. Uh, well done. Uh, how are you feeling, Brother Foxtrot? Uh, Echo, uh, yeah, whatever. Uh, I'm, I'm feeling rather silly because I'm wearing this ridiculous sack full of, uh, I don't know, some weighted ancient batteries, not even lithium. Um, again, I think it was created by uh, Leonardo da Vinci or something like this. Um, and, and what we also had to wear was, was putties. And uh, yeah, putties are basically things, things, it's some kind of uh, elongated rag, a green <laughs> rag. Uh, it's around about, I think, like one and a half meters long, it felt like, then it's probably much smaller than that. It's, uh, obviously uh, damaged my, uh, my psyche somewhere along the way. Um, and it, we had to wrap them around at the bottom, uh, just above the boots, which had to be shined, obviously, cleaned, full metal jacket style. <laughs> Um, and above the boots, you had to wrap around. You had to. Yes, yes. It, it, was, a, it, it was necessary as we were in CC, CCF, and, and I chose to be in the army. There was obviously the, the navy, um, the RAF, the Royal Air Force, um, and then there were the guys that said, you know, no, 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 no. Cause, cause, you know, cause they, um, remember, it's still a private army in, in Britain. You don't have to go uh, at the age of. 17 or 18, like it is in, in Germany and, and, uh, and Austria and, and some other countries as well, you know, where you have to do it. It's, it's this compulsory service, you know, where you have to know, <laughs> sit in a, in a tank and, you know, poke your head out the window and, and I don't know, stand at a border and, and hope that, uh, you know, that some gorillas don't come over and, and uh, poke you <laughs> with sticks or whatever. Um, yeah, it's a private army, so yeah, kind of trained ready just in case uh, you want to actually have a professional um, job or a professional career in the army which is which is how that uh, kind of worked out uh, for some people that, that, that I went to school with you know that, that's the whole idea but the whole party thing yeah, you have to wrap these things around 
developed again back in the colonial days, going to India or, or other areas that the, the British managed to uh, um, yeah, make their way into. Um, and you wrap them around at the, at the bottom of your, uh, of your trousers there, of, of your horrible kind of camouflage trousers. Um, and that the whole idea was that, that yeah, you, it's to prevent the whole thing that I talked about. It's kind of the anti-bell-bottom thing, yeah, to prevent the whole you know, snake up the trouser leg, uh, spider up the trouser leg, um, yeah, hand up the trouser leg, depending on you know, who was in the tent with you. <laughs> um, on, your, on your expeditions, on your... <laughs> Well, your exercises, sorry, sorry, exercises, not expeditions, exercises. Um, yes, so it, it kept all of those uh, things out um, of your trousers at the bottom there. You know, could, whatever you want to, you could put it at the top of your trousers, but at the bottom, yeah, that's, uh, that, that was locked. So the, these putties you kind of wrap around, um, and, and also they prevented, I don't know, goodness knows, gout or whatever. It, it was. <laughs> Again, it was a very ancient, ancient. Uh, it, it, was, it, was, it was definitely effective uh, for a certain period of time, otherwise they wouldn't have been devised. You know, they, they wouldn't have been used, they wouldn't have been mass-produced <laughs> as they were um, for, for, for the army um, over a number of years. Um, but basically, I, I had the feeling that the, the putties, because it's an Indian word, putty, I think, yeah. Nothing to do with you know clay or whatever. It's pati. Yes, it's like you. Um, I had the feeling that the ones that I was wearing, I had, I, I kind of sensed that you know they'd been worn by you know seven or eight people before <laughs> over you know, multiple generations. Um, it, it's it's a little bit like uh, like the water in uh, in, in London. Yeah, it's uh, or, or other. It's, it's, the water in, in Vienna is it's. it's Fantastic! It's beautiful. It comes from the mountain, and the Romans came there and uh, um, you know, channeled it down with the pipes, the aquifer uh, coming down there from um, you know, from racks from, from Schneeberg. Yeah, this kind of like glacial. Um, this is um, beautiful source of, of, of pure, clean water. Um, and other cities have that as well. Other cities have, have excellent, excellent water quality, um, uh, which is which is amazing. It's fantastic, um, and. But in London, you know, they kind of say, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, if you drink a glass of water in London, I don't, I'm sure many people have been to London. Um, first thing, first thing you should do is uh, take the glass and just, when it comes out of the tap, just, just hold it up to a light, you know, like, like, like a, you know, a bright light. Just take a quick look, yeah, take a quick look. And then drink it and, yeah, you know, it, it's... How should we say? Once you've tasted kind of like you know, aquavita, like, like the water of life or pure water, and then you go back to that again, um, it, it's a bit of a shock uh, <laughs> to the system, uh, certainly to the taste buds. And they say in London, yeah, yeah, that it's, it's a, uh, when you drink a glass of water, uh, you're already drinking something that's been through someone else or other people seven times before. Um, you know, so you kind of hold the glass up to the light there and you take a look at it and, and you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I've seen you somewhere before. <laughs> I recognize this. I recognize this color. Weren't you in me like three weeks ago? Um, yeah, so anyway, the, 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 the putty, 
part here, yeah, so the bell bottoms. Uh, th these are things that, that, that men definitely shouldn't wear, unless, of course, like I said, they're in the military. Um, it's necessary, or if they're forced to wear them, even though yeah, uh, you, you are training in, in, in the middle of England, where there aren't any snakes or spiders or anything to climb up your uh, trouser leg. Uh, nevertheless, no, we, we had to wear them. Um, that was part of the, you know, the, the military regulations. Um, passed on down by, uh, by, by, by the various commanders. Uh, one of them was, was my geography teacher. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was colonel. Um, and uh, yeah, I won't, I won't mention his name. Anyway, colonel, let's call him Colonel S. Um, yes, Colonel S by day um, and geography teacher by night. Um, yeah, something like this. I, I think that's the way he thought about things anyway. It should have been the other way around. <laughs> Like, teach us about geography, and then, you know, live out your uh, colonel dreams um, when you're at home, dude. Yeah, not, uh, you know, throughout the day. You know, you didn't earn those stripes, so. Um, anyway, yes, no, that, that, that geography, I, I loved it. He, he wasn't the best geography teacher, the other ones I had were much better. Anyway, so come back, so what, what should men wear and what shouldn't they wear? So there's a couple of things. You can kind of break them down into a couple of simple areas. Um, Number one, lederhosen. Lederhosen, definitely number one. We'll come to that in a second. Number two, long johns. And long johns, it's, yeah. Long johns are, um, we, we can start with that and then come back to lederhosen. Yeah? So long, long johns are, you know, everyone's seen the, the cowboy films. Ding 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 Where are my long johns? No, it wasn't that one. Long John Sally. No, nothing like that. No, long johns are the things that you see in those cowboy movies, which fantastic, you know, kind of like the cowboy movies from the fifties or the sixties, or even the seventies before they came, became kind of you know, you know, not part of not really old fashioned, but you know, not really you know, hey. Hip. Hey, you saw that cowboy movie last week? It was like in 1995. The cowboy movie? Cowboy movie? What's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then, of course, you know, Clint Eastwood and, and so on. You know, he kept going. You know, he's, he's the man. He is the man. 60s, you know, 70s, and then he still reinvented it again. 80s and 90s. You know, uh, uh, you know, all those. He kind of made it more hardcore and kind of come from a different angle. Um, so fantastic. Yeah, so I'm not knocking cowboy movies at all here. I'm just saying, you know, there was different... Um, ways that, that, that were portrayed uh, and different ways of filming them, yeah. yeah John Ford stuff, fantastic as well. Beautiful, you know, landscapes and so on. But anyway, the, um, uh, the, the long john thing. Um, so it, the cowboys have long johns. So long johns are kind of like those long stockings that you wear uh, under, your, under your trousers. Because cowboys, the original, you know, look cool you know you've got you know these kind of leather chaps you know for, for riding the horse and the hat and the uh, you know the, the button-up shirt the the, the neckerchief you know, it's kind of red spotted neckerchief um sometimes it's kind of a leather jacket and of course the boots you know the boots with the spurs you know, you know the whole get up it, it's it's awesome you know, it's, it's, it's fucking awesome. You know, there's not many people that can pull it off. You, know, you can't just wander around into McDonald's, you know, dressed as a cowboy. Um, but, but I've seen some people, yeah. I'm sure you have. 
but you think it's fancy dress. No, there are some serious people, you know, there are some, I've been to some bars, and I'm, I'm not just in the States, and you know, I've, been, I've been into some, you know, uh, really kind of out-of-the-way bars in, in the States, and it's fantastic that they do dress, that they continue uh, to dress in that way, and I think it's fantastic. No, I'm not knocking at all, it's fantastic, it's beautiful, yeah? Because it's authentic, you know, there's, and there's always that fine line between what's authentic and what looks like you just kind of forced on yourself because it looks kind of cool or you think it looks cool. There's two different things, two completely different things, you know. You know the one that's authentic because you can see, yeah, it, it, it just, he, he or she, the cowgirl as well, kind of, you know, just slips into it, you know, and, and you can see it, it's slightly worn, it, it, just, it just works. And the whole aura is there um, and, and a lot of the time, you know, especially in certain places in the States and other places around the world, uh, you know, they've been working with cows in, in the day or, or they've been riding or whatever. They've been doing something that, uh, uh, you know, kind of, kind of maps uh, together with the clothing because it makes sense, you know, that, that, that it's worn for, for a reason, you know, riding a horse, you know, you, you wear, you know, the, the chaps and stuff like that, uh, the hat you know, to keep the sun out of your eyes, whatever. It, it's... it's um, it's practical. It's practical and, and, um, and cool together. It's kind of like this beautiful combination of, of practical. <laughs> There's such a word. Practical. Uh, it's a combination of, of, uh, of cowboy clothes and, and, and something that, that, that makes sense. Yeah? And then you have the people that, that are kind of wearing them in the, in the week. You know, they're, they're you know, nine to five. You know, they've, got, they've got their suit and tie on and... and uh, you know, they're, they're, they're pushing through figures, boss, yeah, yeah, I've hit my sales target this week, you know, wear, wearing the, uh, the suit and, and the shiny shoes and, you know, doing the whole, you know, I, you know I'm down with the hip thing and like, um, yeah, they're doing the figures, yeah, boss, no, we, we, we made 1.4 mil, and next year we're gonna, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna hit it out of the park, hit it straight out of the park, yeah. You know, they go, they go and do the dancing, you know, they do the whole, you know, they go out to, you know, to the club and do the hip-hop stuff and, um, you know, to try to kind of blend in and the hip-hop stuff. <laughs> they, they, they go out to the club, you know, they, they dance to, uh, you know, David Guetta. <laughs> <clears throat> Look into my eyes, you know, the old four-step. Um, uh, but then when they come home, you know, they, they can change a completely different person. And that's cool as well, you know, it's great. The completely different person. Then they turn into the cowboy. Yeah, so they, you know, they put on the, the cowboy clothes. But the whole, you know, and then they go out to do the, you know, the whole square dancing and the line dancing or the, you know, take your partner by the hand kind of, you know, um, do si do and round you go, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> no one did that at school, square dancing? No? <laughs> <clears throat> I definitely went to the wrong school. We had to do it with the boys as well, not just with, there was no girls, it was a boys' school. <gasps> yeah, so, take your partner by the hand, do-si-do. -si -do. <laughs> um, walk to the left now, walk to the right now, and, yeah, okay. Um, it's like those auctioneers as well, those, those guys that, you know, selling the, the bulls and the other cattle. Th th so those, those are real, yeah, so the, the other guys there, you know, they, they put on the, um, you know, no, like the, the, you know, the cowboy outfit. And you can see, you know, it's kind of forced. That's what I mean. They, they go into the square dancing thing, and, uh, and the hat, it's so pristine. You know, it, it's so clean. And, and everything's suppressed, and the chaps, uh, you know, the leather trousers and, and the shirt. And the, it's all so, so perfect, you know. 
um, which it does look like in the films as well. It does look like, uh, you know, because obviously they've just walked out of, out of, out of the war, out of wardrobe. Okay, guys, and action, you know, and they just have like, you know, 20 second scene uh, where they sit on a horse, <laughs> which they can't really ride. And uh, yeah, they go back to the caravan or go back to the, uh, yeah, the place where uh, they put on their cowboy uniform um, and then, you know, get put on beach shorts again afterwards. I don't, I don't want those guys to sit back in there. <laughs> um, so yeah, it, it's, kind of, it's, it's just kind of like forced and, and, and fake. Um, the auctioneers, yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah, so those auctioneers, so the, 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 the cowboy guys, yeah, the auctioneers, the fifth, fifth, it's kind of like this. Um, I don't know if you've seen these things. It's nuts. Completely nuts. How these guys get to this. Um, they get to David, the David Getter level. And he went to the auctions, but this, this is like nuts. I just found it by mistake on, uh, on YouTube, uh, of course. Where else? But uh, it's, uh, I, I found it there. Oh, this guy is crazy. It's competitions. <laughs> and it's not really the comp it's competitions of, 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 of uh, uh, auctioneer. Of, you know, who can you know who can find the, the bidder and respond to the bidder as quickly as possible and you know find the right number? I'm like this is like you know who can talk the fastest without anybody fucking understanding what they're saying? Um, and if you're sitting in any of those any of those auctions, just don't move a muscle. Don't even blink. There's a five in the second, there's a seven, there's a nine, there's a nine, nine in the corner there. You know, you're just picking your nose, like, there's a ten in the corner there. Oh, shit. Uh, your phone rings, you pick, uh, eleven in the corner there, eleven, got eleven in the corner there, eleven in the corner there. Oh, you scratch your head, there's a twelve in the corner there. <clears throat> and the worst thing is you go to those auctions, you know, and I don't know, you've, you've, uh, you've been bitten by, I don't know, twenty mosquitoes the night before. <laughs> you're fucked, basically. He's scratching, he's got 10, 12, it's a mosquito, it's a mosquito, it's a million there, a million in the corner, it's like, it's got mosquito bites, mosquito bites. <clears throat> um, yeah, so those, those things you have to watch out for. Um, yeah, I, I think the best thing at those auctions is to basically just, just go in some kind of a, a straight jacket. I think that's the best thing. You know, get in there, just, just lock your hands in there. Uh, put an enormous hat on that just basically goes way down under your nose. It, uh, no, not, not even your lips, because you know if you just twitch your lips, just just for a second. Oh, the twelve, the no, no, something where you can't see any kind of body movement whatsoever, whatsoever. So you, you just can't move. You're just kind of like frozen. You're coming in an ice block, you know, just like trapped in there, like this. Yeah. We've got a mummy in the corner there. Yeah. Uh, that's the safest way, you know, and then you don't uh, walk out bankrupt. Um, yeah, so no, um, that's where it works. So with those things, and the long johns, 
Um, yeah, what you wear under there. And again, if you've seen those films, you know, where they're the cowboys in the evening, because yeah, you've got the, you know, the chaps looking cool, looking very nice, you know, these, these leather trousers, excellent. The boots, fantastic. Um, and yeah, you've got the shirt, the neckerchief, you're looking cool. But when they take them all off, what's underneath are, are long johns. <laughs> and long, long, you've seen the films, yeah. Yeah, they, they, they've got these kind of like shirts, these kind of like, um, like sweatshirts or something like that. And the long johns, you know, these kind of, yeah, because they keep you warm at night. You know, they dance around and, and you know, they sit by the campfire and they eat beans. Um, and, you know, everyone knows what the beans do. <clears throat> yeah, and, and the long johns keep the, you know, keep everything together. But the point is that they look ridiculous, you know. And some men can pull them off. It's kind of like leggings, <laughs> leggings, same thing. Uh, you know, men and women, some people could, they can pull it off, they can pull it off straight away, you know. Um, and many people can't. <laughs> so wearing long johns, like wearing stockings or, or leggings, either you can do it or you can't. So I, in, in some cases I would recommend don't, <laughs> or another word, never, <laughs> never wear them. Uh, you can, even, not even in bed. No, nope, not even in bed. I'm sorry, no, no. Uh, I, I get back to the, the military days. I've, I've been in tents. Like we had this, again, these tents that, that were definitely made, uh, I would say, in the Boer War, like kind of 18, whatever. Um, the canvas smell, this horrible canvas smell. And, and, and I'm, again, I'm sure that there'd been, I don't know, generations had, had slept in these on, 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 on the floor. Like, again, canvas, there's this very strong canvas smell. Um, and uh, there were, were, were young I mean, boys, yeah, like 12. Yeah. And whatever it was, I don't know, for some reason, I think that their mothers or their fathers, I guess, had said, son, you know, you're going to go on your, your, your first military exercise, your camp for four days where you'll run around with a compass in your hand and, uh, yeah, basically uh, come home again and wonder what the fuck you've been doing. Um, yes, anyway, you're going to go on this and... and there's something I've been meaning to tell you for years. Something I've been waiting, like a family, a family heirloom. And the father goes to the, to the cupboard and opens up the door, opens up the cupboard door. And right at the back there, there's like a secret, secret kind of compartment. Pops it open there. And he pulls out this pair of... Yeah, well, it's, it's kind of, it's, you, you can't really see it yet. It's, it's, it's like a little package, like all packaged up nicely. And he gives it to the son. He says, son, these were worn by my father, by my father's father, by my father's father's father, and uh, many other ancestors uh, <laughs> that I haven't looked up in our uh, family tree recently. <clears throat> and here we are. I now bequeath these to you. They are... The family Long Johns. I didn't have any, by the way. Ah, just a, a disclaimer here. No, 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 no. Not that my father or mother, you know, uh, didn't know about Long Johns. My father walked, walked a, a lot. He still walks a lot. Uh, hikes, uh, runs, cycles, everything, yeah? And, and I think he just knew that long johns just make no sense at all. So we didn't go through this whole ritual, the whole long john transfer ritual. No, because he, like, he, he just knew it. He was like, son, just you know, put on your trousers, 
uh, you know, a dry pair of socks, uh, don't forget your putties, <laughs> uh, you know, a good jacket, uh, some candle mint cake, very important, uh, and off you go. That's all you need. Yeah, that's all you need in, in the wilderness. Go, go, go. Um, but anyway, so they, these fathers, it'll be queased, or you know, passed on these, uh, these long johns to their sons and sons. Of course, that, that, that I, uh, yeah, spent these nights in, the, in this tent with, with those like 12, 14, sometimes like 18 people in there. I didn't even, even know some of these people anyway, yeah. Some, some people crept in the middle of the night, goodness knows. Um, <laughs> and yeah, they, they were wearing these long johns. And, and there was a few of them who, who never took them off. They never took them off. They wore them. Every day, we were there, it was like five or six days, you know, like run up a mountain, run down a mountain, you know, look at a compass, uh, find your bearings, uh, yeah, look for a bottle of water, jump over some stream, um, yeah, I don't know, walk through a hedge or something like this, and then come back. <laughs> and they wore them for like five days. I think the father kind of forgot to tell them, you know, son, you know, you can take them off. You can, it's fine. And I think they had kind of thought, you know, this is like the family heirloom. And they must wear it forever um, you know, <laughs> until they're a father. <laughs> they have to pass the long johns down again. And good grief! Yeah, on day five, you know, um, let's just say uh, it was uh, a little bit foggy, even in those tents, uh, which were extremely uh, well ventilated. <laughs> there was holes everywhere. It was still kind of rich. You know, you would come there in the morning, and, and you know, it was kind of like walking into a uh, you know, fish, fish mongers or something like this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, so uh, and wearing long johns, you know, it's a, it's the skinny jeans kind of thing. Either they look good or they don't. But most people, you know, just can't pull that shit off. You know, it's like yeah. Um, and I've never seen anyone wearing them since. I'm sure that they're still on vogue. Um, but again, it, don't even wear them in bed. You know, if your wife or your girlfriend sees you wearing long johns, guys, you know, pff, you are screwed. Yeah. <laughs> She will never see you in the same light ever again. You know, it's like <laughs> stamped on her memory. Oh, he wears long johns. Oh, hideous. Oh, hideous. Oh, I saw him last night. He was wearing these horrible, horrible, horrible stocking-like things. Oh, and the smell. Oh, good grief. Um, no, not a good idea. Um, assless. Good, like assless chaps, you know, assless chaps that the cowboys wear, you know, like without, without a, you know, the bottom part at the back there. You can wear those. Uh, don't do that with long johns. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> yeah, the long johns um, are practical to some extent. Um, but again, coming back to the, the skinny, skinny jeans and, and bell bottoms. So it, it's, um, can't, it's, it's hard to check the facts on who actually designed bell bottoms. If you go back through the years and you see the sailors, you know, all those sailor, sailor pictures, you often see sailors going out to sea, you know, they've got the sailor's hat on, which is very practical, you know, out at, out at sea, you can get sunburned, you can get, you know, seagulls shitting on your head and these kind of things. So yes, um, a hat is, is useful. Um, but the bell-bottom thing, I, I don't know, I still didn't get into that, you know, because if you, I've never worn bell-bottoms, you know. Bell-bottoms are basically early versions of, of flares. It's exactly the same thing. Um, again, I'm sure that there's some logical reason uh, why sailors wore bell-bottoms, and if there's any sailors here tonight, they'll, they'll probably accost me at the door and, and tell me exactly why. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, 
from a practical perspective, I mean, if you run with, with bell bottoms, you know, it's kind of like the, the, the bottom half, you know, they flaps together, you know, you know, you can trip, you know, man, quick, there's a life, lifeboat, man the lifeboat, you know, running with a bell bottom, you know, it's just not very practical getting to the lifeboat, you know, in bell bottoms, um, and then you're in the lifeboat, and if you're not wearing bell bottoms, they kick you out, I suppose, you know, part, of, part of the crew. Um, yeah, that's a really not practical and flares, you know, at the top there and then kind of flares out at the bottom. Big trousers, you know, giant trousers, those, those are the ones. And in the 20s, um, I think it was like 20s, like the 1920s, you know, bam, 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 bam. Um, it was kind of like this big trouser era in the 20s and um, I think through, through the 30s, I don't know. But I remember seeing you know, pictures of... Uh, uh, of people wearing these huge trousers, like really big, big trousers. They kind of you know, start at the hip, go out, over the knee, straight down to you know, the, the top of, of you know, your, your prehensile toe there. Huge trousers, really, like enormous trousers. Um, you know, things that you could, you, know, you could keep things in there, like, I don't know, a roast chicken, or you, know, you could play, not just pocket billiards in there, but you can also, yeah, basically, uh, you know, mess around, pull out all kinds of things, you know, like you could do origami with your left hand. A goose! Yeah. So these huge trousers um, were uh, definitely incredibly practical, um, a bit airy, you know, but, um, but very practical. Far more practical than, than bell bottoms. And then of course we come on to, um, to lederhosen. So, um, yeah. Again, if you've got the physique, for lederhosen, well done, um, because you know it's a, some people can pull it off. You know if you've got this kind of you know, big strong legs, that kind of helps. If you've got like little chicken legs, nah, it doesn't really work. You know, if you've got little chicken legs with skinny jeans, kind of, but still little chicken legs. You know, it doesn't really work in in the whole lederhosen, lederhosen, <laughs> uh, lederhosen uh, outfit. You've got the braces, you know, and the hat. Um, and the socks and the, and the boots, um, and, and you can pull it off. But if, if you don't really have uh, that kind of yeah, particular, not only the physique but also you know, the absolute confidence uh, to pull it off in lederhosen, it's kind of you know, a risky thing to, uh, uh, to to wear on on a daily basis. And, and many people don't. Obviously, it was practical back in the days, um, but now yeah, it's more you know, traditional. Uh, you know, once, twice a year, you know, you put it on and, you know, slap your bum and, you know, slap your inner thighs and, um, you know, um, uh, put a sausage in your pocket or something like that. I don't know. Um, and, and it's very expensive as well. Uh, so, yeah, these are the kind of clothes, it's tricky to kind of pull those things off. Um, as a man, you know, ladies can pull anything off. Yeah, come on. Yeah, of course, come on. I know. <laughs> the dandle. Yeah, it's, you know, that, that, that works. In any, in any, each and every case. Uh, but later, Hosen and men, uh, yeah, that, that's, that's kind of tricky.